Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're beginning the second parak of Mesechtas Shavuos, Perak Beis, Mishnah Aleph, and Mishnah Beis. Whereas the last parak we introduced the concept of Tosefah Shavuos, of the fact that one is not allowed to do plowing and planting in the sixth year if it's going to benefit the seventh year, and we gave deadlines for when one must cease from plowing in an orchard. Now we're going to move on to the same idea, but only in a field. You have a, a field of lavan. Lavan literally means white, but it means a field of grain or legumes that you are planting. Why is it called white? So either two reasons are brought down. White because there's no shade, the sun's always bearing down on it, and therefore it gives it a white-like appearance. Or white because in that golden whitish look as you go towards the end of the summer in Kansas, wherever you may be, where there's uh, Sussex County nearby where there's fields. And as the grain starts to dry out, it turns that golden whitish look, so it's called a stale lavan. So until when are you allowed to plow the, um, the stay alavim before Shemitah, Er Shviyaz? Until the moisture in the soil starts to dry up. And that's the same amount of time a person goes to plant um, the gourds and melons. Now why is, what does it mean until the moisture dries up? So every field is moist and towards the end of the rainy season, or after the rainy season, the rainy season ends uh, around Pesach time in Eretz Yisrael, so shortly after Pesach, the commentators say the ground already is beginning to get very moist, and at that point, you can no longer plant. And why is it a different time for the fields than for the orchards? And then for a simple reason of Metzios, practically, that the way a field works is, first of all, one difference is when it comes to the trees, so the trees planted, and afterwards you would plow the field, to plow the orchard, in order to allow the to t- turn over the soil, and the moisture that's on top goes down to the roots. Here you're plowing pre-planting, and it's going to take a lot more moisture for the for these plants to grow, for the stale oven to grow, and therefore, once it begins to dry up, so if you're going to plow the field, it looks like you're not plowing it to plant now, but rather plowing it to plant next year during the year of Shemitah. And that's why it's an earlier time, because you need a lot more moisture in order to grow from the beginning, begin growing the, sta- the, the produce of a stale oven, the grains, let's say. Amrav Shimon, Nosta Torah, Kolechavech, Biyado. Says of Shimon, we got a big problem, this sounds more like a policy issue, that if you tell... Everyone, you tell the farmers, you're allowed to plant and you're allowed to plow, you're allowed to do everything in the sixth year up until when the field begins to dry out. Well, every farmer is going to have a different time because every field may be different. This person will say it's in this point of the year. This person will say it's a month later. Beginning of Pesach, end of Pesach, Shavuot time, who knows? Moreover, you, you open it up for mistakes to happen. A person will think, oh, now it's still considered moist, not realizing that, no, that's not considered moist, it's just considered a tiny bit wet. So because of that, you're, you're in a very dangerous territory of everyone's going to be deciding on their own. It's not good public policy. It's not good for people. And therefore, El Bistei Lovin at Pesach, we, gotta, we just give a cutoff date. You can do it until Pesach. Once the rain cease, as in Ayi Pesach, you can no longer plant this day Lovin, Ustei Elon, and when it comes to an orchard, Ad Atzeres. And after that, that you can no longer plow the field. The next Mishnah, Mishnah base. The Mishnah base is important Mishnah because what we're going to discuss is for the next few Mishnayos is in the sixth year, they are, we, as we already discussed during the Tosefah Shviyas period, there are certain actions that one is not allowed to do. Sorry, as we've been discussing, that was the doorbell. As we've been discussing, in the sixth year, there are things that are forbidden uh, in Tosefah Shviyas. Now, what's important is we're going to see in the next few Mishnayos is this that things are forbidden in the sixth year are A, things that are going to benefit really in the seventh year, and it's only going to be things that are is ushered to Arisa in the seventh year. 
Meaning, if something's only a rabbinic prohibition in the seventh year, one's not allowed to do, let's say, perhaps it could be watering your field during the seventh year, so then during the sixth year, it's not going to be a problem. And also, there are certain things one's allowed to do in the seventh year because you have to maintain your field. That you're not, you know, if you have an orchard and it take, you know, your orchard's going to totally die in the seventh year if you don't maintain it, and then you're not going to have anything for the eighth year, so then in the seventh year, there are certain things one's allowed to do to ensure that your things don't get destroyed, your, your crops don't get, and your fields and your, everything you have is not totally destroyed. So, knowing that, with that introduction, let's just make one, one more point, and that is, it seems to be the consensus of most of the Rishonin that there are only four malachos that are aser mita oraisa during Shemitah. And this comes to a very interesting discussion when you try to compare the laws of Shemitah and the laws of Shabbos, how much you can really, how much the, 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 uh, the compute, how much they compare, because Shabbos, we have a concept of toldos. Is there a ton, concept of toldos when it comes to Shviyas? It's very unclear. But it seems to be less so, and there are only four, four malachos that emerge in the Pasuk in Vayikra, Sadcha lo tizra, v'karmcha lo tazmir, esfiach kirtzircha lo tixar, vesan so if you count there, there are four issues. What are the four things one's not allowed to do? So it's planting, it's pruning. You Sometimes you cut, cut the grapevine in order to allow it, the dried branches, to allow the other branches to grow better. Harvesting the grain and then picking the grapes. Barring those, everything else is durabanan. And if it's only durabanan during the Shemitah year, so then it does not apply during the year of the Tosefesh Shvius. Therefore, says our Mishnah, when we scatter fertilizer and hoe in the fields of melons and gourds, meaning that if you have a field and you need to scatter fertilizer, that's only Durabana in the seventh year, so then the sixth year is permitted. Similarly, hoeing in the area as well. And the reason you would hoe is because closer to the base of trees, it's hard to get an animal around there. You don't want to destroy the trees, so then you dig it by hand. Ad Rosh Hashanah, you could therefore you could do that all the way until Rosh Hashanah, because again, during the seventh year, excuse me, during the, it's only Durabana, so then during the sixth year it's permitted the entire time. And so too in an irrigated field as well. So too you can also you can remove growths that are growing on trees. You can cut down the extra leaves so that the trees aren't weighed down by the extra leaves. And you can scatter dust on the roots of the trees that become uncovered. And last, you can be ushan, you can smoke the trees. They would blow some sort of smoke of the trees, which would kill the parasites. All those until Rosh Hashanah, because those things are all rabbinically forbidden in the seventh year. And it's actually going to be interesting, we'll see in a moment, maybe even not even rabbinically forbidden in the seventh year. Says Rabbi Shimon Omar, Av noto hu ola mina eshkol When I cut off the extra leaves around the clusters during the Shemitah year, and that is because he's not trying to make the tree grow better, but rather he's trying to save the tree because if there's too much on it, it'll weigh it down and damage the tree. And therefore, says Rib Shimon, things that are only preventing damage during the seventh year, one's allowed to do. And if that's true, some of the commentators point out, well, so to Mu'ushan, smoking the tree in order to kill the insects and the parasites might also fall into that category. There is what to be discussed here. I wish everyone a wonderful day, and I'm sorry about that interruption.